We beat the Dolphins, we played Who Day, we got the Steelers, they're here now, Who Day! Welcome back to Fuck You, We We Like the Bengals! Bengals. I'm Billy DeVore, your co-host this morning, afternoon, evening, whenever the fuck you decide to listen to this roasting of a bad boy. And sitting to the left of me is... Zach. Mercury Dragon Powers, dude. Ooh, Dragon. That's I go by now. Mercury Dragon. Hit me up in the streets. Oh, shit. And then yeah. across from you is... Alex, regular Dragon Schubert. <laughs> regular Dragon. That was a real hot song up top. Unleash the Dragon. We should have done that from Cisco. Remember Cisco's song? All right. Unleash the Dragon. Yeah, no, but the song we chose this week was... He has another song besides Thong Song? Yeah, he does. That was uh, it was called Unleash the Dragon. That was the name of the album that it was on. Really? I listened to all of it, guys. It was the first album I ever bought. Hold Cisco, on. Unleash the Dragon. Whole thing. How many, I didn't even... I, I'm with Schubert. I only thought the Thong Song was the song. No, dude, Unleash the Dragon was his main track from that one. You're seeing it right here. Oh, wow. Uh, the covers him in, like, a red plastic suit. His yeah. whole thing, though, was his hair was silver, so you got to give him that. He looked like the, that suit looked like the hefty bag version of the raw suit Eddie, <laughs> <laughs> Eddie Murphy wore. It was wore. definitely the dollar version, dollar store version <laughs> of Eddie Murphy raw. Yeah. Yeah, and then like that's why I had to call it. Uh, what is it? Uh, unrelease the dragon. Unleash the dragon. You can't unrelease once it's <laughs> yeah, released. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you gotta kill it. <laughs> he kill sure the did. Dragon. He sure did. You know, he it's kept part of the back. dragon trilogy. He had to drag it out before that and one after him. Really? Guys, I fucked with Cisco back. <laughs> <today>. <laughs> Damn, a, a Ciscanoid. Is that what those fans are called? <laughs> I'm a big Siskinoid. Like a solenoid in a car? <laughs> I'm a Siskinoid. Siskers? Oh, Siskers. So <laughs> yeah, dude, I was, I, was, uh, I was part of the Cisco army. Sisk army. Skarmy. Skarmy. Skarmy? That sounds like a disease Ugh. your undercarriage gets. Yeah, or a pirate gets on a ship in the 1740s. Yeah, yeah, that's also... Oy vey, yeah. Well, this is a lot of heat coming at you early. <laughs> yeah. Real spicy. Uh, Let's hope Cisco doesn't listen. Oh, oh he's really dead. Dope. He's got to be dead. I don't think he's dead. I think that that he's like three years away from Geico parodying him. <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> being an insurance if commercial. That, dude, if that. Okay, dude. a week. How about we give a it a week? week, dude? Max, dude. I feel like he was already parodied in a commercial though, of like the thong song. Yeah. Yeah, he it, had to have been. Here it is. It's gonna happen. It's gonna be at a dispensary in Colorado. And he's going to be, the whole thing is just going to be the bong song. That bong, the bong, bong, bong. Yeah, dude. He's got to get out there. I know. He's got to make things happen. He's got to make things happen. He's got to be broke. Uh, Zach, how was your week, buddy? 
Uh, it was a good week. I, I took last week off the pod because um, you were sorely missed. Yeah, I you know I I felt bad. It felt like all my kids were going to like play a game, and I was like, man, I want to go too. <laughs> but uh, you know, I uh, I hosted for Tyrone Hawkins the weekend previous to the show, so yeah. I kind of ran out of time. I didn't have a whole lot of time. Lee said you were great. Yeah, thanks, Lee. Uh, yeah, it was fun. It was a good time. Uh, Tyrone shows are always awesome. Like, this is the most Tyrone thing ever. So, like, I walk in Thursday, and yeah. someone comes up to him, like, Tyrone, you doing, like, keyboard bits? And he just, like, pauses and just kind of looks, and he's like, man, the keyboard's, like, when you start comedy, and you've got, like, two, three minutes, that's where the <laughs> keyboard's at right now. <laughs> and he just walked away. And I was like, all right, well, it's... So, so he didn't bust it out. No, no, he did. He ended up busting out... Uh, Friday and Saturday, which was awesome. Okay, um, but yeah, it was it was a good time all around. I just kind of took a took a week off, watched the game, hung out. Nice. That's it. Did you watch it at the the Bell and the Bear with? Uh... I did not actually. I was watching at home, um, but yeah, I did that. I uh, and today I was at Chipotle, and I encountered this person who requested that the Chipotle employees mix up the items of his burrito. Excuse before me. Before they roll it, have you seen that? Oh yeah, I've seen. I see that a lot. Do you do what? that? I I've done it. I don't do it often. Why? Whoa. Why do you need to do that? Don't Whoa. you? I kind of like. Listen, I don't eat the burritos anymore, but I get like I'm a bowl guy. Right. But I kind of like taking one bite and it's like all sour cream. Taking another bite, it's all steak. Like, right. That's part of the charm. But I was, it it's, really caused a whole a hubbub and it was really unfortunate it's layers that's the best part of a burrito I'm totally with you it's like oh I only got meat salsa and lettuce yeah. next time I know I'm gonna get rice I'm gonna and get cheese. something better I right. know it's in there yeah but yeah he, they literally took out like the little cups they put like the salsa in and they had they were scooping it out and doing it like this and I was like this cannot be right what the fuck this can't be right uh, for you people who are listening and couldn't see Zach, he was he was doing his hand motion like he was mm. doing the three cup stack trick yeah. game. It was certainly some stacking. It was very weird, but it's odd. It stuck out to me and it made me really start to appreciate life more because I was like, some people are like that <laughs> and they just have families and they got to deal with that. So they should charge for that. They should because you're holding up the goddamn line at that point. Yeah. Because what? I don't know, dude. It was weird. No, that's really weird. And then before that, he was like, can you put all the cheese on one side? What? And I was like, what is your end game here, dude? Yeah. Like, you can't, you don't get that many customizations when you go to Chipotle. Dude. No, no. I'll tell you what I've been doing, though. You really want to fuck with them? Yeah. And it, this is if you're, like, a real big money baller. Yeah. You go there, there. You're like, hey, can I get steak? And then right as they finish the steak and they're getting ready to move on, you're like, you know what? I want extra steak. And then they, <laughs> then they, because I can't short, when you say it up front, like, I want extra steak, they're just kind of throw it on and be like oh that looks extra right no man you're getting two full portions when you do that so if you really you just work out of the gym you're getting your crunch on need that extra protein like i was today sneak it do it up that way yeah it's like that uh the delayed run yeah because the other thing too is the next person in line if there's like the the meat guy another person on the line and then the cashier that degree of separation you're never going to get charged for extra steak because the middle guy doesn't know about it yep that's it's the long con. That's how you do it. That Teaching is... about stealing nuts, how to cheat Chipotle. <laughs> I'm realizing I'm very cheap. Oh, in two I... weeks, Saxon teaches how to rob a bank. Yeah, dude, we'll get into it. Uh, uh, Schubert, how was your week, bud? Yeah, how was my dumb fucking weekend? It was real good. <laughs> how was your dumb fucking weekend, you 
you idiot. <laughs> I was waiting for someone to say for someone else to say something because I set you up and I was like, ah, no, I don't have all, anything to fall through fun. on. Yeah. It isn't good fun. Yes. It Let is. me guess, you went to a bar and had a good fucking time, Schubert. Yeah. What What's, bar? What bar? Uh, last week it was MLT's Mount Lookout Tavern. We all remember. Yeah, I listened. What? I listened oh. to your anecdote. I oh, listened yeah. to the podcast too. It's <laughs> <laughs> all good. I uh, no, my dumb fucking week was pretty good. I went uh, and uh, closed out the show at Wiley's on oh, Sunday. Oh, how'd that go? It was fun. I did uh, probably I think I did the longest set I've ever done, which was twenty two minutes. Congratulations! Felt pretty good. good. It was the first time I clipped twenty minutes. I don't know why it took me this long, but it did. I uh, had a lot of fun because I was on stage for like. A little bit, and I realized how fast ten minutes goes when you're doing like yeah. a twenty minute set. That's yeah, real quick. Yeah. Was Scotty Mays on that show? He, uh, no, he was not. That dude's a legend up there. He's been yeah, on dude. every Wiley show I've ever been on. Yeah, he's the hero of Dayton. I think so. And uh, so uh, you guys know there's a comedian in Dayton uh, named Holly Shock. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. So she went on stage in a Britney Spears shirt. That's weird. Yes, it was weird. But then I like, like during her set, I'm like, I want to wear that shirt on stage. Hell yeah! So what I did was I went out to her in the main room, and I'm like, I want to wear that shirt on stage. And she was more than willing. She just like, we just swap shirts. Wow, that's a pro move right there. Be like, I'm headlining this fucking show. Give me your shirt. Give it to me. Go give me a soda. I gotta go out there and Holly shock the crowd. Shock him, <laughs> the shocker, dude. So I uh, hey, went on stage. <laughs> I, I really don't. <laughs> I don't. I'm, 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 I'm wallowing in you being uncomfortable from you saying it. Yeah, that was. Yeah. Anyway, so you <laughs> yeah. put on the Britney Spears shirt. So, I saw a picture of this on the Instagram. Yes, it, it's a real thing. Uh, it was a huge on me. So Karen, the lady that uh, helps run the open mic, she like put it in. Karen Jeff. Jaffe. Jaffe. Well, Jaffe. I'm not getting booked anymore. <laughs> you're fine, bud. I think you're going to be okay. <laughs> I think you're okay. But she took the shirt and she like put it in a knot behind my back so it wouldn't look just like... Nice. It's just a Summer shirt camp was... style. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. It wasn't like knotted around my stomach, though. But... Yeah. yeah. So what era look... Britney Spears was it? That was it was uh, Baby One More Time. Oh, wow. Ooh. Right out of the gate. Yeah, right See, out of the I gate. I was thinking more like, no, I'm not a girl. Ooh. Not yet a woman. Remember that? Yeah. That was when she really kind of like went into her own. Yeah, that, it was all bad after that. But yeah. yeah. She was figuring out who she was. Is that the same album that Toxic was on? Oh, uh, that sounds right. That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah, then just Scream and Shout came out just completely downhill from there. Yep. Yeah. Well. So that was my dumb fucking weekend. That was a great dumb how, fucking weekend. How was your dumb fucking weekend, My Belly? dumb fucking weekend. Oh, boy. It was good. I went up to Cleveland. Nice. I saw that. Uh... I went up to Cleveland, and uh, our friends got married during the week, so they decided to have a reception-like thing at their house. Wait, they got married, like, on a weekday? They got married on a Wednesday. Why? Because they, like, were planning a wedding, and then it got too expensive, and they had a falling out with with some family stuff, and they were like, well... We're just going to do it and get married so we can start a family. <laughs> okay, well, you could just start a family. Yeah, you that's don't need true. A, You don't need the, the state to approve your relationship. Yeah. You could just do it or whatever. They aren't religious or anything, so it's just like, oh, that's fine, whatever. And then they had a barrio catered in their house. Have you had barrio tacos? I have not. I don't even I don't know. I don't think I have either. It is 
like the best Mexican food Ooh. in Northeast Ohio. <laughs> so super specific. You got Youngstown, you got Cleveland, dude. That's yep. same yeah. a lot. Dude. It is Akron. Because you know Akron really has the taco game on lock. They, they got a great food. Scene they couldn't in even Akron. get LeBron on lock. Oh, yikes! But. It was cool. I mean, got up there, got drunk, and then uh, the Browns won when I was up there, so I think I'm a good luck charm to the city of Cleveland. Good for you, man. Yeah, it was a, it was a lot for me to, to just see the people of Cleveland be happy about their football team. I was like, ugh, yeah. this is so out no of whack. To see that. They yeah. cracked open the Bud Light coolers. Everything went downhill. They down haven't been yeah. the same, dude. It's just like Britney after her third album, you know? Not the same. Not the same. That, that went over my head. Because we were talking about Britney Spears. No, I know not the same. Oh, sorry. I thought you were saying that was a song that she had. I was like, <laughs> I, I don't remember a Britney song called Not the Same. Forgive me. You know what? It's okay. That's what happens. Sometimes you riff too hard and get caught in the undertow. Get caught in the undertow. It happens, man. It really does. But it was good, man. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm more excited for uh, when this drops. The next day, I will be on a big old jet airplane. As will I. Yes, Shuby's coming with me to the bachelor party. Nice. I'm going to eat the most pot. <laughs> yeah, you're going to Denver. I'm going to D-Town Kahlo, yes. baby. I'm excited for you guys. Dude. Thank you. Have a good time. It's going to be a real good what time. What are you going to do? Let's, let me guess. You're going to hit up some dispensaries? Yeah. Uh, yeah. My, my buddy texts me who's already there. He's like, hey, what time do you get off your plane? I'm like, I think I get off at, at uh, noon. He goes, cool. Well, we'll pick you up from the airport, and we'll immediately go to the dispensary. <laughs> so he's Hell like, yeah. are you ready? So I think that like hey, that's, might be his treat. It's just like, come on. It's a... We're going to eat a bunch of wheat. It's a weird thing to go to a place. I went to Amsterdam last, this like this exact day last year. Yeah. It's a weird thing to walk in there and just be like, oh, I can just buy whatever. Yeah. Just go on without my day. You can buy like pot soda. Yeah. My mom always taught me as a kid, she was just like, you know, pot so bad for you, it's so wrong, it's immoral, blah, blah, blah. And now it's just like... I can just walk into a building. Yeah. I heard an ad It's radio, legal. And, I heard yeah. an ad on the radio today. They were like, Hi Times is looking for new investors. We've gone public. <laughs> I was like, what? How do they go public when it's a state's right? Who knows, dude? That, there was like a one minute long disclaimer after like, Hi Times is not responsible for you losing all of your money to only invest what you have. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, dude. So you gotta watch out if you want to get in the High Times game. Where's their headquarters? Fuck, probably Los Angeles, I would bet. That makes sense. Actually, it is Los Angeles, because I remember one time I I got suggested a job there on LinkedIn. What? It was like, it was like jobs you should look for. It's like a video producer at high times. So I was like, that'd be tight. Uh, LinkedIn? Yeah. That's the most professional thing high, high times, times has ever done. on LinkedIn, dude. That's really? Crazy. They're out there networking, dude. I thought that you got jobs because you knew Steve from the head shop down the street. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they just handed you a flyer. It's Steve like, from Hemptations gave you, gave you the hookup. Oh yeah. God, dude, you want to shoot vids? Like, tie. <laughs> yeah, dude. So high. I mean, uh, nothing, dude. It's not legal in Ohio. Yeah, I don't know, man. Weed culture is kind of the worst. It is. It is. It is the worst. Like, I just be like everyone else and just kind of keep it private. Just make it a thing that you do, not your entire being. Correct, yes. man. I'm a weed prude. I'll be like, man, you do with you, but like. The second you're like, man, I'm really like an indica guy. I'm like, you can go fuck yourself. No you're an shit. asshole. Do you, like, what are potheads going to talk about when it's 100% legal? Pot. Nothing. They'll have <laughs> nothing to talk about, dude. They'll, that's their whole thing. That's their whole existence. I'm like, well, I guess. I They'll be go. too busy smoking pot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I gotta go find a real personality now, so. Yeah. Oh, shit. I have to find a real hobby? Yeah. Damn it. Um... Oh, yeah. uh, so you feel like it was kind of the same thing with prohibition when they like people were like 
drinking underground. They're like, man, I w- this should be legal. It's bullshit. Yeah. And then, like, it became legal, and then just people were alcoholics. That is a very good point you make. Think about it in the future, like, 50 years. Like, so we look back in Prohibition and be like, man, there were guys during Prohibition. They didn't give a fuck. They were trying to get beer out to everyone because they said, fuck that. This is a stupid rule. In, like, 50 years, we'll think about that for weed, but yeah. the hero will be, like, Post Malone. Oh, I'll be like, oh, no. no, dude. That was the icon of your time? Ugh. We're fucked. Well, pot really doesn't have, like, I don't think they have really great icons. Joe Rogan. That would be it. Wow. <laughs> Joe Rogan. Elon Musk. Best. Joe Ro- Now Elon, Elon Musk. Musk. All right, well, that's a good one. I'll take that. Yeah. Uh, but before it was just like Cheech and John, Seth Willie Rogan. Nelson, like Seth Rogen and Willie Nelson. I, I mean, Willie Willy's Nelson's tight. the shit. Yeah, but if Seth Rogen's like the best you got on your team, you're fucked. It's gonna be it's gonna be a long haul for you. Yeah, that really blows. You know, it didn't blow. Last Sunday's game. Hell yeah. What the fuck happened last week? We won. Yeah, we won. Yes. Uh, weird game. Very weird. 26 unanswered points. 27. 27 unanswered points. My apology. Uh, to come back and win the motherfucker in the second half. Yeah, I wouldn't have stabbed myself with a pencil the first half of that game. It, and I'm was, glad I did. it was boring to watch. It was very weird. And then to watch it all get flipped, I remember at the very end of the game, I remember like looking and I was like, dude, Dolphins fans right now? feel like Bengals fans. Yes. <laughs> like, that's what it is. They, they feel like Falcons fans. Correct. Yeah. It felt weird being on the other end of it for once. I was like, oh my god, like, they're the ones who should have won and they fucked yeah. it up and now they gotta explain yeah, it's like every, how they botched it. Everything yeah. was going our way yeah. in that second half. You know what really changed that game? The second half was, it, it all flipped when Laramie Tunsil went out. Immediately. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's when the D-line could take advantage of getting to Tannehill. I don't have exactly those numbers in front of me, but I felt like they hit him way more and sacked him way more in that second half. Yeah, I mean, we had just some wild plays on defense, like, you know, Dunlap getting getting his hand on Tannehill, causing that one weird interception, and then the other one. Um, here's, like, the weird thing about it, is yeah. that, like, I'm trying to be, like, pretty pragmatic about it and be like, yeah, we came from behind, we won, like, we're good. Yeah. But then the other part of me is like, those were two goofy turnovers. Like, man, that One, was just yeah. kind of... Lu- I want to be like, is that lucky that we just kind of went our way? But I, think, I don't know. You the know f- what? The whole point of that game is sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the ball bounces the right way and sometimes it doesn't. Well, one thing I like about our team this year is that, like, now we're in this point. We're like, oh, this week our defense helped us pick up the, we- the win. Last week... Uh, you know, the offense. Offense did it. Like, yeah, that means your team's multidimensional. It means right. that you're good all around. And that is exciting. The defense looked way better. I they mean, looked way better. Yeah, they did. Yeah. I mean, Vontez back. He means it energized the he defense. Leads that, he leads the defense. There were a couple tackles in that first half. Uh, I forget what it was like late first quarter where um, Vontez was in the backfield and they got it to uh, Kenyon. Yeah. Uh, fuck, I forget his last name. Drake. Yeah. Drake. Jesus Christ. We just burned him. That's how forgettable that team is. <laughs> uh, and he just missed him. Yeah. And I feel like that's a tackle he's going to make later in the season when he's more up to game speed conditioning. Because that was his first game back from in the entire season. Exactly. That's his first game in like nine months. Yeah, dude. Well, this is the problem we run into every year where 
we're like, what's Vontaze going to be, man? And, like, I, I hate to say it, but, like, I'm kind of a little anti-Vontaze for that reason. I'm like, this is what fucking sucks about that dude being on our team, is we have to be like, what's he capable of, right. October? Like, we don't know. Right. Exactly. And then, then you have to depend on Hardy Nickerson. Yes. I'm fucking done with that guy. Yeah. After he got <laughs> burned for that touchdown in, in, in the corner... He can't cover. He can't tack. What can he fucking do? Not a whole lot. He no. sucks. There's. I think that I would just immediately cut him and find just an orange construction barrel off the street because <laughs> it would tackle better. Yeah. Yeah. And it's already dressed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the the problem with that first half and a lot of the game was that the Bengals were consistently losing on second down. Yeah. I mean, the, how many times did you look up and see that it was third and seven, third and eight? Because they, the, for some reason, they kept calling a run to Joe Mixon up the gut. Yeah, that's always In between weird. the tackles, when you just did that on first down. Yeah, it's always a weird thing. Like, you, when you really think about it, you're watching a game and it just kind of goes past, and then you're like, oh, my God, dude, we just had, like, three three and outs, and you didn't even, like, blink. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? That's always a dangerous sign, but I don't know, man. It was literally like a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde type game it was a game of momentum yeah dude we dude in the second half when we really started laying into him it was like oh this is over i remember it was 17 to 10 i think it was or no 17 to 7 yeah when um the dolphins got the ball back the crowd was into it i'm like something's gonna happen right and then two plays later Tannehill and i tried to check the replay see what it hit it hit the dolphins players helmet went right to michael johnson into the end zone yeah yeah which is the first time he's had a pick since college. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. yeah. And he ran it back. Yeah. I love Michael Johnson. I do, I'm too. Glad. And we got a great deal on him, bringing him back, uh, cutting oh, yeah. him and bringing him back. Um, he's been but, good for a long but time. But when Laramie Tunsil went out and that stuff started to happen, there were multiple times where they had three D linemen stacked on that side, yeah. on that left tackle, so they could get that pressure consistently. So... That was a hu- that was a game changer. The secondary played better. Did you notice they were playing more man than zone? Yeah. That was huge because they're not a zone. Drake Kirkpatrick is not a zone quarterback. Drake Kirkpatrick's a bump, dude. I am anti-Drake, dude. Really? Man, I'm all about it. He had I'm, a great game. He did, but dude, he is too he locked cocky it down. for his skill level, dude. What? Yes. Yeah. I, I, that's just how I am. That's just how I feel. That's fine. You can feel that way, but he's going to consist. He's going to, once, now that they're letting him play, man, he's going to lock down and he's going to have a Pro Bowl season. I hope you're right, dude. Uh, you know so who too. else looked fucking great was Jesse Bates. Yeah. That dude was smacking people and he was covering his zone perfectly, letting him play center field, letting him look over the field. I mean, that pick at the end of the game, I understand it's garbage time, but it was still a nice pick and a nice read. Yep. There was uh, one hit he had, I think it was on Kenyon Drake, where he just like, Laid into him, and he yeah. didn't even move. Didn't even flinch. So I am so, so goddamn happy with the secondary and the D-line. They looked better than what the scoreline says. Yeah. Um, it's just that the the linebackers. So now that we have Vontez back, he's had a game under his belt. He's going to be better. He's going to be more apt for game speed. And if Preston Brown stays healthy and Carl Lawson on the outside, I think – I think we're going to be an above-average defense. So I agree. Where do you stand on Vigil again? Vigil had a good game again, man. He had he had nine tackles, seven of them solo. He had a, he had a better. He's he's been consistent at the top. I feel better about him 
more into the season because yes. he's you don't need to depend on him to guide your linebacking core. That's not you're supposed to, but he is a good player from the outside. Yeah, he can get the job done. Right, that's what I'm thinking. So those are those are my spicy takes on uh, on that. Also, missing Eifert really showed when we were losing second down. Yeah, definitely yeah. did. Um, I even with like Tyler Boyd and AJ and Joe Mixon and even Geo, like even with all those weapons, you can still feel that he's not there. Mm-hmm. And it's weird, you know, because like um, so. Who we got? CJ Uzama. Uzama. Right? Isn't, he had a decent game. Isn't uh, Uzama two receptions, 43 yards? Yeah. I wish they would have targeted him more, um, but you kind of do what you do. Yeah. Like, our offense was bad the first half. Yeah. And, then, and isn't Croft hurt? Uh, I think he was for a little bit, but I think yeah. he came back in the yeah. game. But Uzama, you know what? He had two receptions, like you said, two, 43 yards, but he was only targeted twice. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Increase and he did. Mm-hmm. It was yards after the catch with those uh, with those targets too. Yeah, it was. And I think that they're more going to be using him for blocking, which sucks because Croft is more of your blocking tight end. Yeah. So they would have two tight ends in Eifert being one of them, and then they would send him out as a slot receiver or play a little bit off the line, and Uzama would block. Yeah. And then have uh, John Ross and AJ on the outside. So that kind of creates a situation where do you just stack the box with those two tight ends and run out with those two wide receivers, knowing that John Ross, if he comes back next week, but it's an MCL sprain, right? So we don't know if it'll be one week, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, and hope that Boyd on the other side can keep him distracted. Boyd's been fucking crushing it, so I think I'm not worried about it, but at the same time, I'm with you, like... I, I think we felt it, and uh, it'll be interesting to see how the offense bounces back against the Steelers and see if yeah. they really, like, because one game without them is not a big enough sample size. True. You really got to, like, take a look at it, so I think we'll I think we'll learn more this week. Yeah, and we missed Geo, too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that was obvious because you could, he was just so, he's so great just being on the flat and dumping to him and letting him run in space like that. And when you don't have that second option, it really limits the playbook. So. Yeah. Uh, hope that he comes back soon. And in the running back department, we cut Rawls. Yeah. Yeah. Why? why? I, I don't <laughs> why get that. Why did they even sign him? Why string him along like that? He, he probably had to like look for an apartment. Or, like, he, <laughs> yeah. What was the point of that? Yeah, I don't get it either. I mean, uh, I really don't understand that. It, it's like they got him. They were like, all right, we think you might suck, but we're going to give you a shot. Ooh. And then like a week of the practice squad, like, no, nah, you suck. All right, bye, dude. <laughs> See and ya. Just move on. Yeah. He never was. Was he on the field at all? Not no. during a game. No. But like practice squad, maybe. I don't. I don't really know what was going on there. What's this? The second, the third string guy, Watson. Walton. Yeah. Walton. 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 Yeah. yeah. So then, what? What's what's the point? So Thomas it's just Rawls is good enough to give him a shot, at least one play in a game. I agree. He's not some scrub. He was on Seattle. They were great when they had him. I They're remember like, the. Seahawks played the Bengals viewers and Rawls just torched us. Yes. The entire I game. Any, I don't I didn't understand. That was probably the most baffling thing of this past week. I think it's because Walton, it's his rookie season. Yeah. And he's like Marvin's pet project. True. So why cut him if you don't know his ceiling? And we know Rawls' ceiling, which is what he did against us two years ago. Yeah. It's so, a valid point. So that, that's why they cut him. Does it suck? Yes, but back. Ah, I just want to know what the potential was. You know? I do too. Maybe there wasn't. You know. Maybe a change of pace third down back. Yeah, 
That's true. A little outside bruiser. When it comes to it, though, man, you give him the rock to Joe Mixon. Yeah, oh, all day. Line. Yeah, for sure. We're talking about the Schittsburg Squealers, and Zach, I think you wanted to start talking a little bit about the city itself, how it's really just a dump by three rivers. Yeah, it really... I, listen, have you guys been to Pittsburgh? I've not. Great, I've never I've been. Not, let me tell you about it. All the shit you're hearing about how it's like a cool-looking bridge... It's a beautiful sight from, like, the uh, wherever the Pirates play. PNC Park. Bullshit, dude. It's <laughs> stupid. It's a dumb place. Great. Your team identity is a piece of metal. Like, that's awesome, dude. Good for you guys. <laughs> like, if you guys knew anything about building shit, you wouldn't live in some rust belt nightmare hellscape of a city. Right? <laughs> like, their fucking fans are so dumb they think putting fries on a sandwich is a cultural food. <laughs> We've talked about this, dude. Permanti bros, get fucked. Bullshit. Right? Your shit's dumb. You're idiots. <laughs> fries are a side. Fries are a side, and you're yeah. not cool for putting them on a sandwich. You're copying yeah. off the grease trucks in New, New Jersey. They had it first. Yeah, fuck you. I'm calling them out, dude. Call them out, Same dude. Same with pierogies. Uh, do we mention this on the new Nasty Boys? No, though? we did not talk about pierogies. Pierogies are dumplings for people who don't want to give, like, <laughs> Asian people anything. <laughs> like, they're like, no, no. Polish people did it first. They did it. Pierogies. Yeah, yeah, fuck. We don't know what you're doing over there in Indochina. I no. did have good pierogies in Cleveland. Listen, there's nothing wrong with the pierogi. Okay, it's... But... The cultural appropriation. We got... No one else is doing fucking conies, all right? Like, no <laughs> one's no one doing it well. Detroit? Maybe. Maybe. Right? People do chili dogs, though. They do chili dogs, but they're fucking idiots, and they don't know how it works, all right? right? Like, we do it... We eat more chili per capita than any other city in the United yeah. States. We get to call on that, all right? And Geta. 98% of the world's Geta is consumed in Cincinnati. Correct. So all come I'm at saying us. is you're not... Your food might be good. I bet it's a great fucking Italian roast beef sandwich with fucking yep. fries on it. Yep. You're not unique. That's nope. my point. Fuck them. Yeah. Hell yeah. Fucking Zach, you really told him, buddy. I hate Pittsburgh, dude. I hate him too. I've been to the city. It's I'm legit. All jokes aside, it is not as great as people are making it out to be. I no. swear to God. And I know there's some I fucking. I believe it. There's nerds out there like who are like, no, we're rebuilding Pittsburgh. Just like people like Ugh. north of Liberty Street are doing right. We're rebuilding. No, you're not. It's just kind of a boring place. Hey man, I live north of Liberty Street. No, <laughs> no, I'm talking about businesses, and you know yeah. that. No, I'm fucking with you. Uh, let's go right into that mascot, Steely McBeam. Ooh, Steely McBeam. He looks like the brawny man with crippling jaundice. <laughs> uh, he looks like he was kicked out of the village people for being too aggressive. Zach, <laughs> <laughs> hit him. Yeah, Steely McBeam looks like his only project is to build the wall. <laughs> He looks like Bob the Builder's older brother who got hit with a rape allegation. <laughs> Celia McBeam, he looks like he should be attached to a metal rod on a foosball table. <laughs> and Steely McBeam's key accessory is a steel beam, which is why this weekend, Who Day's key accessory is going to be jet fuel. Oh, man. That was delayed. Fuck you, too. You made us wait for that? That was... That, I, I didn't intend for it it's all right. to wait it's like fine. that. It's all right, dude. Uh, Art Rooney II is the owner. Uh, Real yes. quick, can we Go talk about it. this? When I Googled owners, I, listen, I don't know who owns that fucking franchise because I don't give a shit about their stupid team. Right. But 
it said the Rooney family. So I assume Art Rooney too is the patriarch of the Rooneys, right? He's the oldest. He's the Rooneyest of the Rooneys. The Ro- okay, I just want to set that precedent. Get him. Okay, here we go. Art Rooney the second. He looks like someone who only smokes one hundreds. <laughs> <laughs> and I also said he looks like he would never miss a cavalcade of customs. Oh, yeah, I agree uh, with that. Uh, yep, that's what I got on him. Yeah, I, uh, he's weird, you know. He's got to start working out those arms since he doesn't have to roll around his ghost of a father anymore. <laughs> when asked about how he got into the game, he said, Well, I love football, but my real passion is being a funeral director. <laughs> when Art Rooney goes to get a haircut, he tells his barber, Give me the evil vice president. <laughs> yeah, he looks like Joel, Joe Biden a little bit. He does. <laughs> Joe Biden, but with some sexual allegation charges. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, we're moving right along to the GM, Kevin Colbert. Uh, he looks like a fatter Pete Rose, but instead of gambling his vices, anything on CBS. <laughs> uh, he looks like someone who would join a country club, but only for the buffet. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. Uh, I bet he's a guy. He's a he's a, the guy at family functions who wrestles too hard with the kids. But he says he's just trying to build character. <laughs> lastly, I'm gonna get you. And lastly, he looks like someone who calls hot sauce stomach moisturizer. <laughs> oh my god, dude! I here's the thing: is his name. Colbert or Col- Colbert? I don't know. I went with Colbert because all I have to say about this dude is like, for having the last name Colbert, he definitely looks like the first guy who was like, they're fucking freedom fries, motherfucker. <laughs> Kevin Colbert. He looks like Brian Billick with Benjamin Button disease. <laughs> Coaching. Mike Tomlin. A lot of people say that Mike Tomlin looks like Omar Epps, but I think he looks more like the Geico Gecko. <laughs> you know what? You can just ice me if it's not good. I'm not good. icing you, can ice you me. dude. You that can was funny, me. dude. You can ice me. Uh, Mike Tomlin is in some hot water for saying that the officiating was a joke last week, and he was pissed. I'd be pissed off if I was him too. Not for the officiating, uh, but because I'd have to because I, because I have to blink that much to keep my eyes in my head. <laughs> Here's the thing: you have a picture pulled up as a side by side. You say this is Cat Omar Epps. I actually don't know who that is. I definitely thought that was the guy from Shark Tank. <laughs> uh, I don't know the difference. Uh, house. Uh, so here's the thing. Why do Mike Tomlin's eyes always look like they're about to come? <laughs> Why are they bugging out, Mike? Like, he, Mike Tomlin's like the child star of the NFL. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, he burned bright at the beginning, but now everyone's kind of like, I think he should just probably die. At this point. <laughs> like, he looks like instead of forcing players to watch in-game footage, he forces them to watch reruns of Ancient Aliens. <laughs> All right. I don't like one final note. Fuck him for tripping that player like five years ago. Oh, against yeah, the, the Ravens. Yes, dude, that dude's a piece of shit. Yeah, he blows. Fuck Mike Tomlin. I agree. Quarterback Ben, goddamn, uh, Hell yeah, dude. That saying that name deserves a burp in the middle. Yes, it does. Fun fact, Ben ranks ninth all-time among NFL passing touchdown leaders and first in making women feel uncomfortable. <laughs> ben is known for evading tacklers and the Me Too movement. Oh, 
pretty impressive. <clears throat> Uh, reports of service that the night after Stormy Daniels had her gash barely penetrated by Trump. <laughs> <laughs> you and this gash thing. Dude. I love gash. Gash is my favorite. Uh, Trump had Ben walk Stormy back to her room after an event. Uh, when he took her back, he leaned in for a kiss, and she said no. And then he said, thank God you said that, or else I wouldn't think it was consensual. <laughs> I would have... See how iced you there. How'd it feel, Billy? <laughs> it felt good. It felt good. I liked it. It makes me feel better. Like, I need to work harder. Right? Would it feel consensual? Because that's his thing? Okay. I figured I would leave this one to you guys. I uh, Here's the thing. And uh, let me say this again. This is my first time roasting Ben Roethlisberger, and I have a lot. Good. But, uh... Oh, my God. Real talk. Oh, yeah, you see the notes. Real talk, how has this dude made it through the Me Too movement? Thank how you. has it happened? Like, <laughs> everyone else gets called out. This dude is still in there with a job. Like, again, like what kind of person do you have to be to want to get sloppy seconds from Donald Trump? <laughs> ben Roethlisberger is the equivalent of, like, a door-to-door roof salesman who showed up after, like, Katrina. Like, you're, like great, dude. You're, I'm glad you're here. And, again, you're talking about this. Stormy Daniels thing, she said he escorted her to her room, even though she probably didn't fucking ask for it, right. and then, like, refused to leave and just was there creeping, which, gotta believe, not the first time a Miami Oxford bro has refused to leave a hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing, dude. I'm between Donald Trump and Ben Roethlisberger. I bet Stormy had one-third of an orgasm. I believe that's how it worked. Like, she got a fat orange monster and then a crater-faced Franken-bro. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she could have just fucked a rusty school bus and had a better time than whatever the fuck that situation was. Like, and here's the thing. Ben doesn't wear helmets on his head. What makes you think he's wrapping his hog, dude? He's not, dude. Like, it makes a lot of sense, actually, that this dude is the face of the NFL. Right. The fucking macho rape culture NFL of just white old dads blowing this dude every week. He's the embodiment of everything that sucks and is wrong with the NFL. And actually, I Googled, I found a, a secret list. We're actually uh, revealing it here. A list of the things that Ben Roethlisberger's tried to rape. Are you ready for oh, this? Oh, dude, I've been born I, ready. Oh, yeah. my God. Um, so here it is. I'm pulling it up now. Uh, two women, an empty Pizza Hut box, <laughs> a Harley Davidson tailpipe, three Mountain Dew bottles filled with dip spit, <laughs> and Mike Tomlin's eyes. So, <laughs> Holy shit. I think you uh, you took care of him. That was a great uh, inaugural bird on the I weekend. fucking hate Ben. And, like, aside from the Cincinnati-Pittsburgh thing, that dude sucks, and he's the reason the NFL sucks. He's Get a dirtbag. And you went, like, a minute discussing Ben Roethlisberger without discussing his, discuss- discussing his disgusting double chin. It wow. is bad. It's so it bad. It is very bad. It's so gross. Can you say disgusting double chin three times fast? Disgusting, disgusting double, double chin, chin three disgusting. times fast. Oh. You... <laughs> I gotcha. I also discussed the uh, Ben Roethlisberger story Daniels thing. Yeah, that means that if Trump's penis is towed, Roethlisberger's history of trapping women and making them uncomfortable makes him Bowser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, the Bengal Steelers rivalry is so intense that there's a new post-game tradition where Ben Roethlisberger, Andy Dalton, and the referees get together and ice their throwing shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> go to the backup, Joshua Dobbs. Joshua Dobbs, the perfect example of why you don't drink while you're pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Joshua has alopecia, which is a disease that makes you lose all your hair, 
But that doesn't explain why his forehead is so fucking big. <laughs> okay, see, you can ice me. See, I heard No, that's, that's good. I, uh, and then if I, we're being honest, I did not know that he had alopecia. Oh, it shocked you? When I wrote the birds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I think I'm going to have to cut a couple out. Nope, you're going to no. do them. You're going to fucking do them. I'm, I'm looking forward to them even more now. I already I, that's made, literally why I was at a loss for words. Already made an alopecia joke this season, so I think we're good. All right, that sounds good. Uh, I also said he looks like a sexy sloth from the Goonies. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you can uh, get him now. I'm excited to hear whatever the fuck uh, you're going to say. It's not going to be that great, but it, no, it is pretty crazy that the very first test tube baby made it to the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was literally at a loss for words when I, the first, I never saw him until I Googled it writing this. Is his head on the U.S. list of active volcanoes? <laughs> <laughs> like, this is the only dude who, if he got cancer, he might look better. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I told you I'm sorry, dude. Don't I told be, you. Don't be <laughs> don't sorry. Don't be sorry. I might have to be it's, sorry. We, it's uh, called fuck you. We like the Bengals. Good point. Take them down. Good point. I will say, Josh Dobbs. He looks like Ryan Shazier if he was mentally paralyzed. <laughs> 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 that was great. That, that was amazing. Schubert. That was beautiful, buddy. Thank you. And Josh Dobbs looks like a special needs student that just won Homecoming King. <laughs> And he looks like a slightly less ugly Charlie Villanueva. Ooh. Damn, if Charlie Villanueva didn't have diabetes. <laughs> I didn't know he had diabetes. Well, he looks like it. I don't know if he has I bet it. He does. He definitely he does. He probably does. Running back. Connor, what a haircut. Holy oh hell. I think it's okay. Here's I think, the theory on this haircut that him, who, and then that dipshit last week or two weeks ago. Uh, I think it's an evolution of the rat tail. Right? I that's a good point. I'd like to call it the rat's ass. <laughs> you know, because it's on the back of their head growing out. Also, because you have to not give a rat's ass what you look like when you rock it. <laughs> you look stupid. Um, I bet when James Conner is looking back on his life, he'll say that his haircut was worse than his cancer. <laughs> oh my god! Hell yeah! There's so many cancer drugs. Well, this guy had cancer. Oh, did he really? You didn't know that? He was on Ellen. Yeah. I don't watch fucking Ellen. <laughs> Neither do I, but I saw it on his goddamn Wikipedia. <laughs> I don't fucking watch Ellen. I only watch it when she scares people. I like that part of Ellen. No, uh, yeah. James Conner looks like his pregame fuel is NyQuil D. <laughs> like, I don't want to say this guy has a pseudoephedrine addiction, but he looks like he blacked out during an orgy at Great Clips. <laughs> Like, what is that haircut, dude? Like, his head looks like one of those cut-out sphere models of the Earth where you can see the core and, like, all its layers and shit. The only difference is there's nothing hot and functioning at the center of his core. <laughs> James Conner. The front of his head says, I'm an R&B singer, and the back of his head says, my daughter better not date an R&B singer. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, dude. That's a yeah. great bird. Fuck yeah. Uh, you guys got Stephen Ridley? No, I do not. No. Okay. I'm out of running back. Stephen Ridley, he has played for eight NFL teams. If he plays for one more, he'll finish his punch card for a free move from two men in a truck. <laughs> uh, bop, bop, bop. You got Le'Veon? And if he plays any shittier, he will work for two men in a truck. Good Look, point. I didn't do Le'Veon Bell. Neither did I. Because he is not on the roster. That's he fair. He's not, not on the playing. active roster. He's not on the active roster. He's not playing, and he's being a piece of shit. 
I agree with that. Okay. I took that as an opportunity to write a couple burns about him. Do it. I think, I think he's a shithead. I've also done it twice already, so. Yeah, I mean, the bottom line is this dude ghosted his team when they needed him the most. Like, that is yeah. the bottom line, right? At this point, I'm pretty sure Ryan Shazier is a more valuable asset. To <laughs> like, for every for everyone's sake, I hope he hasn't been taking his time off to work on his rap game. <laughs> oh, my Did God. you know that he's a rapper? Oh, yeah, we it's played a, the album last year. Oh, really? Okay, well, then you might know that he has a song called Target, yep. which is about his contract dispute. Yeah. I think it's actually about where he'll be working in two and a half months. <laughs> Wide receiver. Antonio Brown? You say there's some news about him that I have not heard yet. This is fucking awesome. This is great. I'm very excited. Okay. In April, over the span of two days, Antonio Brown, from his apartment in Miami, he had $80,000 and a 9mm gun stolen from him that was all in a duffel bag. Uh, he got, and then the next, he got so mad the next day that he started hurling furniture out of his apartment. Not only was, did he hurl On the 14th floor, right? 14th floor. Not only was he hurling this furniture without looking, uh, he's now facing a lawsuit because he almost hit a 22-month-old with an ottoman. Yeah, you would kill a person, dude. Yeah. Also, can we... He's not that hard, right? Like, no. there's no, no way. He's definitely fronting. No. That's like all those kids I grew up with in, like, fucking Cole Rain. Who like, yeah. man, this got my nines in my glove box. I'm like, man, you ain't shit. Stop yeah. trying to act like you shit. Yeah, How hard can suburb, you... <clears throat> twat. Exactly. How hard can you be when you spend a season on Dancing with the Stars? Correct. Correct. I'm not done here. To make matters worse... His car also got stolen. <laughs> and then when the cops showed up, he said, I found it and slammed the door in his face. Um, so I guess this just proves that the Madden curse is real? Yeah. I think it proves that his friends robbed him. Yeah. Well, here's what happened. It wasn't his friends that robbed him. He was supposedly, air quotes, out of town. And they checked the security footage, and the cleaning people came in, and some a maintenance guy came in. The cl- uh, three cleaning ladies came in, and then a maintenance guy came in to fix his air conditioning. And in that span, it got taken. They scoped yeah. it out. And they still they don't... scoped it out. Dude, I've been a victim of that, yeah. dude, so I feel... Well, and you the- don't keep 80 grand in a duffel bag. No, you don't, Antonio, you fucking idiot. You're in a what bank. A, what a dipshit. Yeah. You know how I know the Madden curse is real? Huh. The maintenance guy was Peyton Hillis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was tight. Uh, that's a ref. If that's a reference that a lot of people won't get. Uh, um, but no, who the fuck keeps eighty grand in a duffel bag with a nine millimeter? An idiot, dude. He's a fucking idiot, dude. He's, He's always been an idiot. He brought shit up all the time. Remember we were secretly recording during like the post game, like when Tomlin was giving the team a speech and he got yelled at for it. He's a fucking idiot, dude. Yeah, he blows. I don't really have anything besides that uh, the Madden curse is real burn, which wasn't really a burn. I think it was more of just a solid point. Yeah, I uh, I did a little bit of reading on Mr. Antonio Brown. Jason. Uh, he, was, uh, he was recently featured in one of Drake's music videos. God's plan. Yeah, is that true? I don't know Drake, but I mean, that part does make sense because a lot like Drake, Antonio Brown only looks good if someone else is writing his plays. <laughs> um, I, like, I wish I could shit on him more, like, other than what we just kind of revealed. He's like a good-looking player, does a bunch of charity work, which includes carrying the entire Steelers on his back. <laughs> um... Yeah, dude, he must live at a free clinic the amount of times he's caught something from a rapist. Oh. 
That was one. I, you know how I know that was good? It's because everyone was just like, didn't even laugh. They were like, yeah. Yeah, yeah high fives that immediately. Was yeah. That was, that, yeah, you really took him down a peg or two. Get fucked, Ben. Yes. We didn't forget. Never forget. Never. I got a couple of Antonio Brown burns. He has five kids. Do you guys know that? Five yeah. kids. Uh, <clears throat> it's amazing how much sex this guy has, considering every hairstyle he's ever had looks like a different Tetris piece. <laughs> <laughs> and one of those kids, not making this up, his name is Autonomy. Yep. Autonomy. Al- autonomy? <clears throat> not autonomy. Autonomy. It's autonomy. Autonomy. You know you have way too many kids when you run out of human names and have to start naming them after types of government. <laughs> yeah, if you look up autonomy, if you look up auto, you can see his son playing flag football and just torching people. <laughs> oh, I don't deny it. Autonomy, according to Google, is the right or condition of self-government, especially in a particular sphere. I don't know what that means. So that means this kid can just become a legal adult at any age. Yeah, you know, I guess it makes sense because the Steelers right now are pretty much self-governing themselves. There's nobody running that fucking clown circus. Boom. Got him. Got, you hear that, Mike? I got him. We fucking got you, you son of a bitch. He's going to be out of a job next season. Yeah, he's toasted. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster? Last week when Juju Smith-Schuster scored, he gave birth to the football. So like most professional athletes, he never saw that football again. (laughs) <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I love it. <laughs> and then that's a comment about shitty athletes. Uh, yeah. By the way, athletes. Yeah. What if anybody's you, wondering, don't worry about. If you're thinking about race, you brought it up. You made it a big. I thing. got accused of that on Twitter. I said who, professional who, athletes. Who called you out on Twitter? I, I tweeted uh, one of my. I tweeted a Tevin Coleman joke a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And some dude said paging at racism dog. Who? Some Give random me his dude. Phone number. I'll call <laughs> Give me his handle. Come on, rip it off. I don't have a. Do I have a Twitter? I gotta figure that out. You anyway. have a Twitter? Okay. I got. Well, I got another. Juju Smith Schuster is a part of the Phase Clan, which is a gaming group that streams uh, people in their clan playing Call of Duty, Fortnite, and other games. Uh, so sucks. that was Mia Khalifa's cue to slide out of his DMs. Oh shit! Wow, was she was she fucking with him? Yeah, you didn't see that. I did not see that. Uh, she uh, so what happened? Wait, was do she... I have to like pay to see this? No, it's free. It's just on Twitter. <laughs> she was like, just got a follow from uh, exciting new follow from Smith Juju Schuster, and then like a crying emoji face, and then he said, uh. He said back to her, like, he t- tweeted, like, he quoted the tweet and said, I might be young, but I'm not stupid. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Because <laughs> he was like, I'm not falling for that. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I don't know. Juju Smith-Schuster, he looks like Chris Tucker fucked a goblin. <laughs> <laughs> like, his ears must have magnets on them because they are fully torqued and pointing towards true north at all times. Okay? <laughs> also, Juju is a hilarious name. Like, I wish I could name my kid after movie theater snacks. <laughs> I think it's... Is it Juju? Juju fruits? Or it's Juji fruits? Ju- Either way... You know I, what? You know what? Fuck him, dude. Get ready, because my kid's name's gonna be Snowcap Powers. <laughs> <laughs> my son and Deadball Era Pitcher. Snow- <laughs> Deadball Snow Era Pitcher. Powers. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out, Butterfinger Beefy's divorce gonna get you. Oh fuck! Oh my! God. Oh god! That was fun. <laughs> Do you 
Juju Smith-Schuster. He's known for his crazy TD celebrations, including last week where he gave birth to a football. It's kind of refreshing to see a Steelers player have a baby that doesn't have to receive child support payments from Antonio Brown. Oh, oh fuck yeah. Got him. Woo, we're both in the same mindset. Uh, did you guys get Justin Hunter? I did not. No. Oh, boy. Did I get him? In 2015, Justin Hunter was charged with felony assault oh, for an shit. altercation in a bar in Virginia Beach. Damn. Police say there was stabbing, cutting, and wounding. Only problem was that the police listed Hunter's hands as the weapon. Later, the charges were dropped, just like when a ball is thrown his way. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, his hands are definitely not a weapon. Definitely I mean, we not. That I was between that last punchline and citing the only thing he can do with his hands is drop balls. So, yeah. either way, solid burn. You get the point. You get the point. Guy can't catch shit. Can't even a it. charge, you know? Can't catch a break. I know that much. He caught a break there. He got the charges dropped. Well, it's still a bad headline. <laughs> right. Still easily Googleable. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, bop, bop, bop. After him, we've got... James Washington? Do you guys have James Washington? I don't. James Washington. Good God, look at that acne. Oof. You'd figure a guy with wash in his name, so he'd know how he would have better skin. Damn it. I fumbled it. <laughs> Just like a Can Justin I... Hunter pass. Catch. Just, I fumbled it too. Wow, we are looking <laughs> like Ryan Tannehill. Guys, all in. Can no. I take that back from the top? I just, I want to be the guy who tells James Washington that his dad is Seal. <laughs> I, I want to be that guy. Just like, have you heard of Heidi Klum? Have you heard? Okay. She's not your mom. Guys. <laughs> Good God, look at that acne. You'd figure a guy with wash in his name, he'd have better skin. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That was a well-written joke. Thank you. It just... And on the first try. On the first that try. That's really good, dude. Uh, do you guys have Ryan Schweitzer? Schweitzer. Wait, what, what position is he? He's a wide receiver. Damn, man. Ryan Schweitzer. Uh, he has a tattoo on his bicep that says faith because he has faith that one day he'll hit puberty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he looks dead. And, uh... Do you think that tattoo came from a cereal box? Oh, yeah. Uh... Last but not least, Darius Hayward Bay. 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 Uh, Darius Hayward Bay, ever since he joined the league, he has been on a very strict budget. Like when it's NFL, when the NFL season starts, he cancels his cable. Uh, he's on a very strict budget because he knew he'd never trick an NFL team into paying him that much again. <laughs> <laughs> he cancels his cable? Yeah, what a weirdo. I feel like that's probably because he doesn't have a choice. Yeah. I don't know. He didn't check, check out that much. He looks like the guy from Atlanta. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. He was a ninth overall pick. Seventh. Oh, really? $30 million signing. Wasn't Tim Tebow a top tier pick? No, he was like 25th. Fifth. I remember when Harry Bay was drafted, he just got... That pick was just booed ridiculously, ridiculously by the Raiders fan base. Yeah. They hated it. Vance McDonald. Zach, what do you got, buddy? Vance McDonald looks like every dude from Covington who comes up to your car at the gas station. He's like, man, I never do this, but I need a nickel for gas to get to Batavia. <laughs> like, he, he gets... He looks like he's constantly surprised that people got upset about, like, the Charlottesville attack. Like, that's how <laughs> shitty that this dude looks. Yeah. Yeah, he looks like a fucking turd. He does. Good God. I got uh, Vance McDonald. He looks like he writes dudes where my, Dude, Where's My Car fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. I even got backup, Jesse James, dude. Get Jesse. I didn't get Jesse. I have, it's so small. First of all, Jesse James might be the biggest fantasy blue ball player that you could have on your team. Jesse James looks like someone didn't finish building his head. <laughs> like, you see it? You see what I'm talking about here, dude? Look at this fucking picture of him, dude. Oh, yeah. It's not even close to being right. No. His one ear is tucked back. The other one's jetting out. His hairline is just not even close to straight. No, and it's got a slight wave, but not enough to make it look like it's done. No, you're totally right. Alejandro Villanueva. Uh, Let me pull this fella. While you're doing that, I actually came up with a pretty great nickname for the Steelers offensive line. Yeah. Yeah, Because back in the day, they were called the Steel Curtain. That was the defensive line, or defense, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the defensive line. Yeah. Well, now... They got a great offensive line. I think we should call them the Senate because their job is to protect a rapist. Oh shit! Boom! There it is. Got him. That's topical. That's topical. Topical. Uh, left tackle Alejandro Villanueva. He's the third Spaniard to ever play in the NFL and the first koala bear to play left tackle. <laughs> uh, Alejandro served in the Army before playing in the NFL. He did three tours in Afghanistan. And last season, he stood in the tunnel alone at Soldier Field while everyone stayed in the locker room. He said it was a miscommunication, but I guess he still followed orders better than Pat Tillman. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Nice. Alejandro Alejandro Villanueva, he uh, he might be the first Hispanic person to join ICE. (laughs) <laughs> like he looks like he gets off by tearing families apart and he's like if you want to be a citizen do it legally like me by stumbling your way into a football career and having your college bypass the immigration process <laughs> you know how you do it how the founding fathers did it dude but you're right he is a former army ranger he served in afghanistan and that was a big thing is that he did make those headlines last year uh when he stood out of the field his team left him which, you know, I guess wouldn't be the first time a bunch of people left a veteran standing out in the cold, but... <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, yeah, man. Ooh, Look at yourselves, funny. everybody. Look Next time mirror. some guy asks you for money, remember the desert storm happened. <laughs> those those, those tough three <laughs> desert storm fans. <laughs> we we've, we've kept desert storm alive on this podcast. Dude, I love it. Uh, left guard Ramon Foster... Uh, hey, um, this is going right out to Ramon. Um, hey, Ramon, just because you got new glasses doesn't fix the fact that you can't see your penis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm glad you brought that up because, again, this is part of one of my big problems is that he's another perpetuator. The worst trend in the NFL is the ultimate bro who's wearing, like, fake glasses. You know what I mean? Yeah, it sucks. Talk about this, dude. I can almost guarantee they aren't real lenses, because if they were, he'd be able to see that his career's not going anywhere. <laughs> like, he looks like... Ramon Foster looks like he's shocked after every practice and just goes, Oh, shit, free lunch? <laughs> Ramon Foster. He's nicknamed the Big Ragu. Yes. Which makes sense because like Ragu, the Steelers are highly overrated, tasteless, and if you're a fan of them, I immediately don't trust you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're going to go right into center Marquise Pouncey. Pouncey. In 2014, Marquise and his brother got into an altercation with Ricky Vasquez, a guy who considers himself a social media icon. So, guy probably already deserved it. But uh, they beat the shit out of this dude, uh, screaming, 
homophobic slurs and saying they were they didn't like him because he was gay. Ooh. Which isn't the worst thing to happen to a gay person at a nightclub in Florida. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, my God. Do you have anything else on, on Pouncey? Uh, I don't. Zach, what do you got on him? Marquise Pouncey, his name sounds like he's speaking in the third person. Like, every snap, he's like, Marquise Pouncey on the D-line. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a fucking giant eye tattoo on his Adam's apple. Have you seen this picture? Yeah. I can't tell if he's a real person or a character from Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. <laughs> <laughs> May I add on to Marquise Pouncey's piece of shit ways? Yes. Yeah. In 2013, a picture of Marquise Pouncey and his brother Mike popped up on the internet where they were in a nightclub wearing hats that said, Free Hernandez. Oh, fuck. Yes. <laughs> Didn't want, all the, the stances to take. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's worse than a Make America Great Again hat. <laughs> no, this is, it showed up on Twitter. You can look this up. It's completely real. But in their defense, their Hitler did nothing wrong hats were being washed at the time. So... <laughs> I do want to pull up this picture because it's the douchiest thing I've seen. They just have hats that say, what Holocaust? What? I didn't see it. Did we hear about these studies? I don't know. I wasn't alive. I wasn't there. Marquise Pouncey. Um... Do you guys have right guard David Castell? Oh, my God. Wow, dude. That's not a joke. Free Hernandez. That's completely real. Wow. What shop printed thankfully, those? Thankfully for all of us, Hernandez freed himself. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Fuck that guy. He's a murderer. All right. Right guard David DeCastro. David DeCastro. David DeCastro looks like he steals bikes from the children of Pittsburgh every Christmas. <laughs> like, like the amount of, I, I, God, I hate this burn. The amount of times this dude's looked like a bitch on the O-line, they should call him David DeCastrated. I don't think you should hate that. Oh, man. It's fine. It's it adequate. It's, it's sitting right there. Yeah. David DeCastro, he looks like he's really excited to tell you about fishing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so much so that he's legally changing his name to David DeCaster. <laughs> I support you on the Castro puns. Thank yeah. you. And I support you, Zach Powers. Thank you very much. Those are so sweet. David DeCastro. Maybe he murdered a whole race of Cuban people. Do we know about that? We don't know. One more Castro pun. I did it. <laughs> Do you guys have any other O-linemen? Right tackle Marcus Gilbert? Yeah. Oh. Marcus I Gilbert looks like Puff Daddy raped a fat chip bunk. <laughs> have you seen? No, this needs... This is Marcus Gilbert, if you have not seen Look at this fucking picture of the guy. Jesus. <laughs> my burn is spot on. It dude. really yeah, is. He looks exactly like P. Diddy, dude. Yeah, he His does. chin looks like someone dunked a Kroger organic brown egg in a bowl of Shaq's pubes. <laughs> it, looks like, <laughs> it looks like if Tupac was like, nah, man, clone me to make me look like Puff Daddy. <laughs> and they just got it like just for, like the setting was too far. That's perfect. Like, oh, dude, you weigh 600 pounds now. Good luck. He's gross. I ha I don't have him. I have Chokuma Okorafor. Go for it. Don't need a picture. Chokuma Okorafor sounds like something a drunk driver would say right before a police officer says, step out of the vehicle. <laughs> it's like, Chokuma Okorafor. <laughs> Do you guys have Roosevelt Nix? I don't. The, the fullback? The fullback. Get him. Roosevelt Nix looks like he's devoting 100% of his paycheck to exploring ancient pyramids. <laughs> Defense. Start with K 
Cameron Hayward. He looks like Jordan Peele ate Jordan Peele. Where'd it go? Here it is. There's the picture. Uh, I also said uh, his dad, Craig Hayward, played fullback in the NFL, and his nickname was Ironhead. So in honor of his dad, he got the nickname Cheese Gut. <laughs> Cause he eats a lot of cheese, sugar. <laughs> eats so much, gotta lay down that gouda, boy. Get him, dude. Cameron Hayward literally looks like he might be Big Ben's brother from literally the same mother. <laughs> like Ben, maybe Ben learned it from his mom, cause I think she got around. Cause this is definitely his black half black brother. That's all I know. And then yeah, he looks like Jordan Peele got into steroids instead of comedy. <laughs> you got anything? Cameron Hayward, he looks like if Drake, if he only loved his bed, his mama, Kentucky Fried Chicken, and a Pizza Hut. Hell yeah. Oh, dude, I've heard that song. I relate to that. I'm hungry now. Uh, nose tackle, Javon Hargrave. You got him? I do not. Dude, Javon Hargrave concerns about his face, dude. <laughs> Good lord, does this guy have some red eyes in his team photo. Have you seen this? Jesus Christ, dude. Look at oh, this. my God. That's his team photo, dude. Share with the class. This. His eyes are so oh red, God. dude. Like, I don't know. I don't know. He either just smoked a joint or murdered a family. Like, right <laughs> before that picture. I don't know. But anything? No. Oh, yeah. Defensive yep. end, Stefan Tuit. Get him, baby. Dude, Stefan Tuit perpetually looks like he just discovered a new kind of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> this dude is like. <laughs> Hold on, I'm pulling a picture of this guy right here, dude. Stephon Tua, like, what do you mean? <laughs> he looks like every time he makes a play, he turns to his team and he says, do it, do it, and then no one laughs. <laughs> uh, you have, do you have Tyson Alualu? Oh, fuck, maybe. No, I don't. Get him. Uh, Tyson Alualu. He looks like Troy Polamalu, but if his main endorsement deal was for Kroger brand shampoo. <laughs> Linebackers, TJ Watt, uh, TJ and JJ are tied for the lead in sacks in the NFL. JJ recently tweeted uh, and said that TJ needed to stop copying to copying him, which isn't true because TJ actually has a neck. <laughs> Pretty crazy. Dude, TJ, like, if JJ Watt is a light bulb, TJ Watt is a burnt out candlestick. <laughs> Like, I didn't know it was possible to look any dumber than J.J. Watt, but then here we got T.J. looking like a dead-eyed, reanimated Aeropostale mannequin. <laughs> like, what, what was their childhood like? You think, T.J., J.J., I feel like they would all run down the stairs together and be like, I'm J.J., and I'm T.J., and we like to fucking fight. <laughs> like, that's how they greet people for dinner. His whole family's famous, you know, like his brother JJ is a defensive end for the Texans. His brother Derek is a fullback for the Chargers. And his grandfather was on second base in an Abbott and Costello sketch. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> That's just a good joke. That's a great joke, dude. Thank you. Uh, John Bostic, another linebacker. Anybody got him? Ooh, John Bostic, Mr. Fantastic. John Bostic, dude. <laughs> John so fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. John Bostick. He, he looks like evil Carlos Dunlap. That's who he looks like. Like, instead of getting sacks, though, he gets a beard that looks like a brush they use to clean off home plate. <laughs> Anything? No. Do you have Bud Dupree? Oh, yeah, I got Bud Dupree. Oh, yes! Pull up Bud Dupree's picture. Dude, this fucking guy. I got gotcha. you. You got him? Yeah. 
Bud motherfucking Dupree. First of all, let me just say this. Whatever your idea of someone named Bud Dupree, them looking like, it's not that. (laughs) (laughs) But if you haven't seen, trust me, like, Bud Dupree looks (coughs) like a guy that another guy named Bud Dupree would be afraid of. (laughs) Like, he constantly looks like he just walked out of a hurricane. And I'm specifically (laughs) referring to his actual team photo. This thing right here. Oh, dear God. That is his team photo. I never am not surprised at these guys. Like, his hair literally looks like a trash bag got stuck to his head and nobody said anything. (laughs) If you saw a silhouette of Bud Dupree, you'd think it was a witch with ancient powers. (laughs) He looks like a black uh, fire shifter Avatar The Last Airbender. (laughs) So get ready for this power move. Bud Dupree had a fan heckle him after the loss to the Chiefs where the fan said, where the fuck were you all game? And he responded by saying, and I'm directly quoting him here, I was at your girl house laid up. What you gonna do? Oh, that's tight. Hell it yeah. was tight. Which, which should be his new catchphrase, and it would be a nice change of pace from his old catchphrase, Welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. Can I take your order? <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. Uh, let's go back to these corners and safeties. Cornerback Joe Hayden. Joe Hayden has the NFL logo tattooed on his forearm, so when he inevitably be, inevitably gets CTE, he can remind himself how we got it. <laughs> it's like the ultimate ultimate memory, dude. Joe Hayden, despite his FF, despite his best efforts, Joe Hayden cannot seem to escape the Rust Belt because he's on Cleveland before. Now he's on yeah. Pittsburgh. He, uh, I think he was just. He always looks like he's really excited to find out what the team is having for lunch that day. <laughs> I did see this, though, that Joe Hayden has a brother with a uh, developmental disability, and he's actively campaigning against the views of the word retarded, which is noble of him, but definitely a good thing for backup quarterback Joshua Dobbs. (laughs) It would be flying around if he didn't take a hard stance on that. What a good teammate. He is. He's a good guy. What a good guy. I I added on to that. Joe, Joe Hayden is an advocate of the spread the word to end the word campaign to discourage the use of the word retarded. And as a man with giant ears who hates derogatory terms for people with disabilities, he must hate Dumbo. <laughs> um, Artie Burns? I got Artie Burns. You got Artie Burns? You got Burns on Artie Burns? I do. Artie Burns looks like his real dream is to become a paranormal investigator. <laughs> uh, he got arrested... Not too long ago with, for driving with a suspended license. When asked about it, he said, well, it was either that or get a ride from Ben. I took my chances. <laughs> also, can you read what you have under your Artie Burns, the first burn? What was that in quotes? I'd be seeing them ghosts. <laughs> I'd be seeing them ghosts. <laughs> I'd be seeing them ghosts. <laughs> I left that out. <laughs> no, that was good. Hit him. Do you have Artie Burns' picture pulled up? I'll pull no, it up. Hold on. Yeah, I got it. Boom. Artie motherfucking Burns. Artie Burns. I said his head looks like someone shrunk Waldo from Family Matters. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Love it, dude. All right, we're going to go to kicker Chris Boswell. He looks like he knows where to get meth, and it'd be from the lab in his trailer. <laughs> <laughs> dude, Chris Boswell. This guy. There it is. This guy, oh yeah, you got him. All right, so Chris Boswell 
looks like that kid in eighth grade who you'd see like stabbing an ant with a pencil. <laughs> like there's just something creepy about him. He looks like he ever got like if he ever got the chance to do a post game interview like on Sunday Night Football or something, he'd go be like, "Well, I want to take it a sec, uh, take a second to thank our Lord and Savior Zenu and the rest <laughs> of the Scientology community." <laughs> Uh, I got nothing on Chris Boswell. All right, let's move on to Jordan Berry, the punter. Uh, last year, Jordan Berry showed up to Cincinnati wearing a Harambe Christmas sweater. Oh, hell uh, I didn't yeah. know that. Oh, man, which really stings, because that's the only thing he'll be remembered for. Oh, hell yeah. How about that? Dude. Come after our Harambe? We'll send Fiona after you, you bitch. Fuck yeah, dude, I'm down with that. Like, Jordan Berry, though, man, like, this dude... He looks like he looks like Eddie Munster turned into Brock Turner. <laughs> like you've seen his haircut, dude. What the fuck is going on? It's like a weird like bro. It's like a Brock Lesnar devil lock or something. He I looks like even, dipshit. Look at that, dude. He looks like dipshit is what just came out of my mouth. Yes. He, you know. He's well. Here's the thing. He's Australian, so I can't tell if he chose that devil lock haircut or that's just how his head morphed after years of squinting. Like, is that a kangaroo? I think that's a kangaroo. <laughs> but here's the thing: the only difference between a Jordan Berry and a kangaroo is that a kangaroo can actually kick for power. So. Oh. <laughs> oh fuck yeah! Predictions and bullshit. Bangles. Twenty-eight Steelers, seventeen. Look, I know that it's at home, and I know it's against the Steelers at home. I'll repeat myself: it's at home against the Steelers, and normally we win against the Steelers on the road. But this is a different situation with a team that has the right mindset. They're mentally strong. They don't get down. They come back. They fight. So I think this is a different season for some goddamn reason. I don't know what it is. Carry your weight, or whatever Marvin's been saying. It's working. So, I think it's 28-17. I think the player of the game will be Tyler Boyd with, honestly, real numbers here, 12 targets, 107 yards. He's going to have a touchdown reception. My bold prediction, no one gets hurt. That is a quite bold <laughs> prediction. No one gets hurt. Stan, can I remind you guys what the last Bengals-Steelers game was like? Also, Ryan Shazier uh, walks onto the field and a bird shits on him. <laughs> that's a, Yeah, so that's pretty bold. Uh, um, you're, you're, you're yeah, I say uh, Bengals 55, Steelers 44. Oh, A um, lot, of, lot of field goals. Randy Bullock's making them. Um, <laughs> He's nailing it, dude. Uh, I think uh, I think it'll it, it's gonna be close. It's gonna depend on whether or not we can let mental games come into effect because the Steelers have a pretty good job at getting our goat. We gotta work on that. Make sure that they're not uh, tripping us up too much. Bold prediction of the game: uh, Steelers backup quarterback Joshua Dobbs comes out <laughs> during halftime, announces that he's beat cancer, <laughs> and then gets flagged for excessive celebration. <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah so that they end the game at that point they that's, just stopped doing it that's great oh Schubert, what do you got yeah. buddy Bengals 32 Steelers 31 but my player of the game Stormy Daniels yeah oh yeah how so god we didn't even talk about it we didn't even touch no him. one wrote a burn about Stormy no one 
No, yeah, we did. We all. Oh, sorry, I'm Jesus. an idiot. I'm an idiot. Sorry. Wow. I really. You I wrote short- a. Wait, did I you know, write? Are you dude, drunk? No, I'm not. I'm at all. I have horrible short-term memory. So let's. You high? Nope. Okay. I'm good to go. All right. That's not nothing wrong with it. It's so yeah. felt like so long ago. My bold so prediction. My bold prediction: Someone wins the Mega Millions jackpot during the game, and the winner is identified as the guy collecting fines from the Bengals Steelers game. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Honestly, though, this can really separate us from the division. I think this is a big game that shows that this mental toughness is here to stay. Um, so I really hope that we can pull it off. I mean, having that lead being 5-1 and one in the division could be huge. Considering and the, the Steelers two- being 2-3-1. and one. Well, and con- yeah. yeah. That, and then that next week it's flexed. We're talking about the Kansas City Chiefs game being flexed in primetime. Oh, and. Yeah. Numbers are against us for that, but it would be nice to win one out of those two games. So Yeah, I definitely think it's possible with the Steelers. I mean, I think it's possible with the Chiefs, too, honestly. I don't oh, geez, It'll be a shootout. It definitely will, but, dude, I don't know, man. Every time, every game this year, I keep being like, man, same old Bengals, and then they do something that proves you wrong. And that's why it's They're the cardiac season. cats this year. I'm down with it, dude. I'm, I'm on the train. It. Give me them EKGs on my chest, dude. Be cardiac. So you know what? Fuck you, Pittsburgh Steelers. We like the Bengals. Fuck you. We like the Bengals.